you ever wished you could just grab coffee with a top leader in your direct sales company and pick her brain about all the things? Well, you're in luck. My name is Tiffany Spees. Welcome to Directly Different, the podcast where I have conversations with top direct sales leaders and ask them to share what they're doing differently to help them achieve success in their businesses. Direct sales doesn't have to feel spammy or gross. You can absolutely find success in your business by doing things a different way. I want you to feel empowered and inspired to be, well, different. Welcome to the show. Hello and welcome to another episode of Directly Different. Happy New Year! I hope your 2021 has gotten off to a great start, at least as far as business is concerned. I know other current events may not be as wonderful out there, but in our direct sales bubble, (laughs) I hope things are going so great for you so far this year. Today, I'm really excited to be sharing my conversation with my friend Jennifer Duza. She has 15 years of experience, both on the consultant side as well as on the corporate side. And currently she is a business coach and consultant. And this is so exciting. She is the co-host for the brand new podcast, Brilliant Horizons. She hosts that with another friend of ours, Karen Smith, and they talk all things leadership, money, business, entrepreneurship, goal setting, mindset, all of the above. It's great. And you'll definitely want to subscribe and listen to the new podcast. And we talk more about that in the episode. And she even gives us some really fun behind the scenes tidbits on why she started and how she started and how she got the name. So definitely listen for that in the episode. We also chat about goal setting and mindset and just really setting yourself up for a great year. And I know I'm excited for a fresh start this year and I hope you are too. And I think this episode will be very motivating and encouraging to you. And we even get a little bit candid and giggly at the end because at the end of the day, we're just two friends. And so it was so wonderful chatting with her and I just loved catching up. And I hope that you enjoy the episode. Thanks for listening. Hi, Jennifer. Thank you so much for being on the show today. It's so exciting to see you and talk to you. Hello, Tiffany. Thank you so much for having me. It's, it's wonderful to see you too. And I just really appreciate you having me here. Yes, my pleasure. Well, Jennifer and I have known each other for almost five years now four and a half years or so. And so to start off though, would you tell us a little bit about your family? Oh, you bet. So I have, uh, oh gosh, I'm married. I have been married for 22 years. Uh, My husband's a a military veteran. He was in the army for uh, 21 years and I'm a mom to two teenagers. Uh, I have a, a, a girl and a boy. And how long have you been in the direct sales industry? Great question. I have been in the direct sales industry for, uh, for 15 years now. Uh, I started as a consultant, um, worked as a consultant for about five years, and then I was at corporate for another nine years. 
That's great. So we, I know Jennifer through Lemongrass Spa. And when I joined, she was our consultant relations manager and kind of helped all of us who were promoting to leadership or who wanted to promote to leadership. She helped us achieve those goals, which is so great. So you started off as a consultant, just like signed up, got the kit. (laughs) Now, how did you find Lemongrass Spa and what made you decide to join the company? I found Lemongrass through, uh, I was in a mops group. I had a little one. I think she was 18 months old at the time and I was pregnant with my second child. Um, I did not plan on being a stay at home mom. It just kind of happened after my daughter was born. I had always been very career oriented. And when I had my daughter, I just remember rocking her and nursing her and thinking, I have to go back to work tomorrow. And I was not prepared for that. Um, I did go back into work. I lasted a couple of hours. You know, I, my faith is very important to me. And so uh, there were all these signs telling me I needed to be home. Um, you know, my boss didn't, somebody else was sitting at my desk. My boss wasn't even there that morning. Uh, they didn't have my password set up so I could get into my computer. I mean, just literally all these signs telling me this isn't right for you. The uh, the area that I had to, uh, to pump, um, while I was at work was literally a storage closet where I had to stand up in order to do that. Right. So all these signs are happening and telling me you need to be home. So finally I had somebody, uh, jump on the computer and, uh, log me in and I wrote my resignation letter. So as soon as my boss did come in, I said, I'm out of here. Um, and, and that was that. <laughs> so I became, there was no strategy exit plan for being a stay-at-home mom. Um, and so I really felt like I wanted to have some sort of income and be able to contribute to my family. You know, we're very blessed that I didn't have to work, but things were tight. Um, and so I was at my mops group one day and we had a pampering day. Uh, someone came in and uh, they were with Lemongrass Spa and I thought, you know what, this is, this is it. Uh, and I, <laughs> I remember interviewing her, uh, for a couple of hours, just trying to find out more about the company and, and, you know, if this was really the step I wanted to take. And sure enough, I, I joined as a consultant, um, while I was pregnant with my second child and started working that, um, but I didn't realize that not everybody has this goal setting mindset. And so even then I came in and, and was like, okay, I'm going to give this six months. Um, worst case scenario is I have these great products that I can, uh, that I can choose for myself if this doesn't go as planned. Um, but I just jumped in uh, with both feet and just started working like crazy. But, you know, I felt like this was definitely hitting the tick marks that I wanted to achieve in what I wanted to do, you know, bringing home a couple hundred, 500 extra dollars a month and, you know, definitely filled that. What I realized was I had, um, volunteered to do a couple of segments with their training piece through corporate. And, uh, I just remember there was someone who was in a position of being like the trainer. Um, she was the consultant relations manager 
and uh, she was going to transition into another spot. But I remember saying like, hey, if a position like this ever opens up, I would love to do this job. Like That is where I'm supposed to be. Um, and you know, we have those intuitions within us and it's about listening to those, right? So I think God gave me, I was born without a filter, basically. <laughs> <laughs> so sometimes I just say things and I don't really realize the implications, but I, I just put it out there um, because I knew that that intuition was telling me uh, this is where I needed to be. And so, uh, you know, fast forward a couple of years and, uh, you know, I was offered the position as consultant relations manager um, and my son was about ready to, uh, he was transitioning from preschool to kindergarten later that year. And I thought, perfect timing, right? Um, and then, you know, lo and behold, nine years later, um, you know, it was supposed to be just a, oh, I think it was supposed to be like 12 to 18 hours a week, maybe, that I would be working. Well, in and out, almost immediately becoming a full-time gig. And, uh, and it just, you know, I just started taking more and more work on, um, because that's, you know, the kind of person I am just, yeah, I can do it. I'll figure it out. I can do it. Um, and I, you know, I didn't know a lot of technology back then and I knew I was going to be doing phone calls, but I knew, uh, you know, was it hard to get on a telephone call and, and do a training? No. Uh, and so I was like, yeah, sure. I can do that. Well, maybe like a month into it, we started doing webinars. And, you know, because back then there were, you know, 15 years ago, even 10 years ago, um, not really a Facebook, not mm -hmm. really, you know, we weren't doing things then the way we are now. Um, but I remember like a month or two into working at corporate, uh, we changed from telephone calls and trainings to webinars. And that was something that uh, I was tasked to take on. I had no idea how to do a webinar. I had no idea what was involved. Um, but I do remember in my time in corporate America, there were some people that I worked with, a um, little bit older than I was, and they just really had a resistance to technology and didn't want to learn something. And I thought, you know what? I never want to be that person because I don't want to be passed up because there's somebody younger, uh, probably cuter and <laughs> more well-versed in technology than I am that's willing to take less money than I am. So it's either jump in and learn the technology or be passed by. Mm -hmm. And so that's something that has always uh, been in the back of my mind is, you know, learning. I don't have to be the first person to learn something, but you definitely don't want to be the last person to learn a skill. That's good. Yeah. So I worked there for, um, for, uh, gosh, nine years at corporate. And then, um, in 2020, um, I knew a transition was coming for me. I just didn't know how, what, where, when it would all work out. Um, and so, you know, as 2020 has been for a lot of people, it was a, a year of transitions and my intuition was kicking in and had been kicking in for several months at that point 
knowing that I needed to go on a different path. I just, again, didn't know the who, what, when, where. Um, I just knew that there were certain things on my path that were going to be accomplished. I just didn't know how that was going to happen. And it can be scary to think about that because yeah, it's great to, it's fun to dream and to be like, Oh, I'd love to do this someday, but then to actually, okay, I'm going to do it. That's so scary. Especially if you, you know, you love what you do and you know, you're familiar with your surroundings and you're comfortable. It can be really hard to get pushed out off a cliff, as you would say. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Pushed off a cliff and, you know, and it's, it's, I really do. My faith does play a big part in, uh, who I am. And so, you know, praying and, and asking for signs and, you know, I, I don't see the, the immediate thing. So when I'm praying about something that's really big, I am asking God for big signs, like not just, you know, a little teeny tiny yard sign telling me that there's security at a, in a home. I need like billboard size signs. And he gave those to me this year. And so, so here I am. So when you transitioned from your corporate job at Lemongrass to being truly your own boss, your own entrepreneur, what did you, what have you been doing this, this last year? Like, what has that looked like for you and what have you transitioned into doing officially? Well, I didn't know what it was going to look like when it happened. And of course, 2020 has been a transition year for a lot of people of uh, wasn't really expecting that or uh, not sure where I'm going next. Um, The one thing that I did this year was a lot of uh, searching. Uh, You know, my mind, my heart, my soul, uh, trying to figure out exactly who is Jennifer? Um, my identity was so wrapped up into this other company that I really didn't know who I am at my, I mean, of course I knew who I was at my core, at my heart, um, you know, being a wife and a mom and, um, and a Christian, but, uh, it really was, but you know, what does that mean? What do I want to do in this world, in this life? And, um, you know, thank goodness, uh, you know, God has definitely blessed us. We have, my husband has a a great job. Um, He went from traveling like 90% of the time to uh, not at all. And we have a home office. So he started working in that space. And, uh, you know, I was, I was already homeschooling. Um, As I mentioned before, 2019 was trying to, it, it was kind of really our big transition year of learning how to homeschool. I was homeschooling one. And uh, that was really our year of being a transition year for those kind of rocky things. I had already mastered the work from home thing. I had been doing it for 16 years. And so, you know, homeschooling, got that figured out. Uh, Working from home, got it figured out, right? Uh, So 2020 was really, for me, more of a, instead of trying to figure out how to make those things work, it was more about soul searching for me. Who do I want to be? What do I want to do? Where do I want to go? Um, I knew podcasting was going to be a part of my journey. I had been wanting to start it for over a year and I just didn't know, you know, working for corporate, how it was kind of a conflict of interest 
in a lot of the things that I wanted to do and transition into. And that was a big piece of it was I knew what I wanted to do, but there was a, a conflict of interest. So they went in another direction with my position. And so that, that kind of, you know, released me from that conflict of interest. And, you know, I was able, although it was very hard at first, um, it was a big transition piece for me because I was able then to explore those things and, and figure out who I really want to be and what I really want to do. And sometimes it's so interesting because the signs and messages that we pray for are not at all what we expected. And so that can force us to, like you said, take a look inside ourselves. Okay. What is it? Like you said, what is the difference that I want to make in the world? And maybe this is the way I can do it, you know, without having other obligations or other responsibilities, you know, that were my focus before I can shift my focus and focus on other things and can make a difference that way. And so sometimes they're just not the signs we expected, but when you look back, you realize that, wow, that was, that was exactly what God's plan was for me. And I'm grateful for the lessons it taught me. And so I know I've, we've gone, you know, I've gone through things like that too. Like, okay, all right. (laughs) That sucked as I was going through it, but okay. I get that now. (laughs) I get that now. Right. And that's, And that's what I tell my clients too, is because I'm also a a business coach, but I I do tell my clients, like, what is the lesson that you can learn from that? Right. And, and sometimes, you know, the things that happen to us, we're like, seriously, is there really a lesson there that I'm supposed to learn? But honestly, I think there is, whether it's a message for me or for someone else, um, that maybe I'm just the messenger in there is there is something to learn from that event. Um, you know, they, and, and I know you've been through some really tough things. I've been through some really tough things. Um, is there necessarily a lesson there? I don't know, but you know, there are things that we certainly learned from those situations, things that, um, that I went through that were really tough that I'm now sharing with my children and Hey, don't make the same mistakes or, don't make the same choices or I don't know what it could be, but I, you know, I think that there is some sort of plan lessing or even a stepping stone that's coming from what that experience is. Yes, that's right. That's exactly right. One thing that you are basically an expert in because you have certifications and things is coaching and you have coached me on many things and on many goals. And one of those big goals is the incentive trip that the company offers every year. And because of your wonderful and encouraging coaching, I've been able to earn three trips now. And so I take you along in my heart (laughs) every time. Well, this last one, I didn't get to go on, but (laughs) because of, you know, 2020. (laughs) So we were all there in spirit, but absolutely, uh, yes, right. One thing that you help consultants with when they're reaching big goals, you're a big advocate of breaking those goals down into, say your phrase, hunks, chunks, bites, and nibbles. Yes. Hunks, chunks, bites, and nibbles. And so will you tell people what that, you know, it's a, I'm like, I've said this before, but I'm a very visual person. And so that is such a visual, like, you know, you break it down in just a little tiny chunks. And so will you tell us what your mindset is behind that, behind that phrase? Absolutely. 
I do use that phrase quite a bit. And it's because, you know, if I say, uh, someday I want to go to Hawaii. Well, someday keeps happening, years go by, and I've still not gone to Hawaii. But if I say in February, I'm going to Hawaii, I need to start planning, I need to start tracking, I need to start figuring out how I'm gonna get there, how I'm going to pay for it, what I'm going to do. Um, that starts happening. And so when it comes to an incentive trip that a company offers, you really have to figure that out and not just say, I'm going on that trip, right? We all in direct sales, we're like, yeah, I'm gonna be on that trip. Um, but then we don't break down the steps to get there. And a month in, people are saying, oh, well, never mind. I, I guess I'm not going this year. Well, you know what? You can have a bad month. You can have a bad two months, or it doesn't have to be picture perfect. You just have to have a plan in order to get there. If I said, Tiffany, I want you to eat this elephant, you're going to go, I can't eat an elephant. What are, you, what are you talking about? Well, Tiffany, your life depends on it. You need to eat this elephant. Well, how do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. So you figure it out, right? And so that's what we're doing with the goal setting piece. And this is, you know, this is one of the things that I absolutely love doing. And I didn't realize that not everybody's mind works that way and can figure out, you know, what that, what that's going to look like. So what I do is I go step-by-step step with you in trying as my client to try and figure out how does that look? How are we going to get there? What are we going to do? And, um, and figure that out. But one of the bigger pieces that goes along with that, because anybody can do that with you, right? You can even do that for yourself. You don't mm -hmm. have to hire me to do that with you. One of the pieces that I specialize in with that, uh, that I core areas that I really work in is getting to the bigger piece. And that is what's holding you back. And that's the piece that I love working in because it's where we dig a little bit deeper together. Um, it tends to be a very vulnerable place for most people to be in. So uh, it, it can be uncomfortable. Um, you know, people may want to avoid that and not get into that. So, um, so well, I'm just not going to, you know, I'm just not going to go on the trip. And they're willing to risk losing that rather than digging deep and finding out what is keeping me from earning that, that incentive trip. Because you all have the same kit, you all have the same training pieces, but what makes it different for Tiffany earning three trips as opposed to someone else not earning it at all? That's right. And you had that, you had to do that to yourself this year, the what's holding me back from, you know, and so you had to coach yourself almost. And like you said, anybody, you can, anybody can make a plan, write stuff down and it doesn't have to, you know, be an official thing, but yes, I am a very big, you know, if I tell myself, like we talked about before we hopped on the recording, making resolutions doesn't work because, you know, we're all in 2020 or 2021 now. And we all are like, okay, 2020 is in the trash, like throw that away, <laughs> which yes, do that. But, you know, forget everything that happened last year, 2021 is a new year. It's a new me, but we get to January 17th and we're like, ah, <laughs> I didn't exercise 45 minutes today. <laughs> you know, and we put these crazy resolutions on us. Like, 
yes, I'm going to earn the trip. I'm going to promote, you know, to leadership in the company this year. And then we get to down the road and we're like, oh, it's not happening. Oh, well, it's not going to happen for me. Bummer. You know, and that doesn't have to be that way. It does not have to be that way. So what is your viewpoint on, you know, making goals versus making resolutions versus choosing a word? Like what is your plan of attack for each new year or each new quarter or each new week? Really? What is your plan of attack typically? Well, and again, uh, though, all of those things, whether you set resolutions, I don't like setting resolutions because I feel like it's setting somebody up for failure um, because a resolution is really just kind of a statement. I want to quit smoking. I want to lose weight. I'm going to work out more. But there's no action steps behind that saying, this is how I'm going to break it down and this is how I'm going to do it. Now, the people that do that are probably successful with their resolutions, but I really like setting goals rather than resolutions. Um, And, you know, a lot of people like to have that word of the year. What's my word of the year? Last year, my word was joy. Okay, so 2020 was, you know, it was, (laughs) it was what it was, but Could I use that word to focus on the joy in my life? Absolutely. If that is my word of the year, I'm going to try and figure out what is joy or what is joyful in my life. Joy might be sitting on my front porch, enjoying a wonderful cup of coffee in the summertime and just taking in life and sounds and just enjoying. Um, Joy might be seeing a smile on my kid's face. Um, Joy might be getting a text from my child saying, have a great day at work, mom. I love you. Right? Those are the things that I can find joy in. Does that mean that 2020 is perfect? No. It just means that I was able to find those moments of joy. So what's your word this year, Tiffany? This year is focus. Focus. So if focus is your word, I encourage you to, if you're a planner or maybe you work on your computer all day, so put that as your screensaver, put that as your lock screen on your phone so that you remember to concentrate on the word focus. Where am I going to find focus? Well, I can find focus by sitting down on Sunday night and planning out what my week is going to look like. So maybe that's meal planning. Maybe that's figuring out who's going where, when, and how, uh, especially if you've got little ones or even as teenagers. Um, with teenagers, I've got to figure out who's where and when and, and all of that. Um, I love sitting down on a Sunday night. I did this last night. I love sitting down and figuring out what my schedule looks like. And Monday morning, sure enough, before I'm even awake, I've got text messages waiting for me from me like today. Ah! (laughs) Well, you and others, but you know, Hey, do you have time on your schedule this week? Can I get in? And I already know what my week looks like and where my pockets of time are that I can either schedule clients or make a vet appointment or, you know, make a dentist appointment, even if I need to. Mm-hmm. So I really encourage that's that's one of the big steps that I think you can take away from this call or from this recording <laughs> is um, is what should I do? One of those steps should be you absolutely should be sitting down on a Sunday, whether it's nighttime, morning time, wherever you fit that in, 
and scheduling in, you know, what your week looks like. Mm -hmm. And I encourage you as a direct seller, you should really, and Tiffany knows this because I've uh, talked to her about this, but she knows what I'm going to say here because I encourage you to have a plan. You need to have a plan of action. So as, especially as a leader, you need to know what, what do my numbers look like this month? What do my numbers, what do I need to achieve? Uh, not only personally, but what does my team need to achieve in this first quarter? You know, and so then it becomes about breaking things down. And that's really what I wanted to, you know, with goal setting, it's really about breaking those things down. I'll say it again, into hunks, chunks, bites, and nibbles. A hunk, what do I mean by hunks, chunks, bites, and nibbles? So a hunk is, let's just use this year for example. Uh, what do I want to accomplish in my goals for this year? And so that could be that hunk is, what do I want to accomplish this year? Chunks are, I break it down now into quarters. What do I want to accomplish each quarter? Bites are, what do I want to accomplish each month? And nibbles are, what do I want to accomplish each day? And each day, you know, there might be a listener uh, or someone in your community thinking, well, I don't have a day to work my business. You do. And it's about finding those pockets of time that you have. Can you touch your business for 15 minutes each day? guarantee you, you can, even if it's, I have to take a quick restroom break. And while I'm doing that, I'm going to, um, or while I'm, you know, grabbing another glass of water or whatever it is, you can concentrate on what you want to do for 15 minutes, 15 minutes. That's all you need to do. And I'm not saying that's all you need to do in your business, but if that's all you have, you take what you have and you use that. So it's being very intentional with that 15 minutes that you have. Now, I encourage you, hopefully it's an hour. And maybe it's four 15-minute pockets of time that you have to equal that hour. Where can I find 15 minutes four times a day to work my business? And then you have a game plan of what do I want to accomplish in that 15 minutes? Do I need to concentrate on um, calling my hostesses? Do I need to concentrate on finding new business? Do I need to concentrate on reorders? Do I need to concentrate? You know, you pick what is going to go in that time slot, but you need to have those time slots built in. Yes. And you don't want to get to that time slot and be like, okay, I have 15 minutes right now, or I have a half hour right now, and then spend half of that 15 minutes or half of that half hour. Okay. Okay. What do I need to do? Okay. I need to, okay. I need to log on here. I need to, and I'm guilty of this all the time. And I, I know that I have a better day when I sit down the night before and even just brain dump everything I have to do the next day, because then I have a preset list of things that I need to do when I find those times. So if you are struggling, like I'm just not getting done what I need to get done in a day, I am the the last person that should be <laughs> talking about this, but <laughs> my time management skills, I'm going to focus on those this year. So that's going to improve. But I, I know this about myself that when I make a list of things I need to do in a day, or even break them into those 
time chunks, like, okay, during this point of time, I'm going to do this. I am so much more accomplished at the end of the day. Like, wow. Okay. I got done what I needed to do because I had a plan of attack. It's magical. Absolutely. Yeah. And you know, I think before we even, uh, let's take a step back because before you can even jump into what do I want to accomplish this year, we need to take a step back and say, what did I accomplish last year? What did I do? And so you want to definitely wrap up last year with a nice pretty bow. And, you know, we're used to having all these presents around the tree that we put so much time into. Some of us put much, a lot of time into wrapping them and making them beautiful. Some of us throw it in a sack <laughs> and just throw it, you know, some wrapping paper on and some scotch tape and we're, we call it good. Um, but either way, you need to finish out last year with a recap wrap it up with that pretty bow if you want and know where you're going from there. So I need to know where I ended before I can begin. Yeah. So you, you really need to know your numbers as a business owner, because this is a business. And if you are not looking at it as a business, you're not going to make money like it's a business, right? You guys probably have all heard that. I'm not saying anything that you guys probably haven't already heard or that is out there somewhere in the world. What I'm telling you is if you take these measurable steps and if you know what your business numbers were, uh, like I said a second ago, if even if you've been in business for a month, you need to know your numbers. You need to know exactly you know, if it's a party plan company, how many parties did I have? Uh, how many hostesses did I have? How many bookings did I have? How many recruits did I have? Knowing all of those things and what were my sales? What was my personal volume? What was my group volume? Knowing that information, you then can say, okay, for 2021, I would like to have a 20% increase in, you know, you could do it across the board. And that's where I really get kind of giddy and weird is when I start talking about numbers, because for some reason I can barely balance my checkbook. But <laughs> when I start talking about business numbers, it just starts clicking for me and it makes me weird. Anyway, um, so you have to know those numbers to know what that journey is going to look like. Again, if I use that, I want to go on this incentive trip but I don't know how I'm going to break that down or I want to go to Hawaii. I want to buy a new car. It doesn't matter what that thing is that you want. You just need to figure out how you're going to get there. Mm -hmm. And it's never right? going to happen accidentally. It's never going to be like, Oh, no. cool. I'm in Hawaii. <laughs> you know, like yeah. your goal is, you know, it's never going to, it has to be planned out. Absolutely. I mean, sometimes you can stumble into leadership accidentally. That happens. You've seen that happen time and time again, where people just, oh, wow, I didn't realize that I was, you know, achieving these things. But to stay there and to keep promoting and to keep getting better, it's very intentional and it's not accidental. Yes. And, and that is where you have uh, a difference in mindsets, a difference in people uh, or differences in, you know, that new leader as, a, as opposed to a seasoned leader. A seasoned leader is, you know, going to pull out those stats and know right away, here's what it, boom, boom, boom. This is, these are my goals for this year. Um, a new leader might be, you know, saying, gosh, Tiffany, teach me that. You know, it, let me just say this. There isn't, if I got in the car right now and I said, 
I'm going to drive to Michigan to see Tiffany. Number one, I would love to do that. Number two, <laughs> I need to know how to get there, right? Mm-hmm. I, I know Tiffany in Michigan is north of me, uh, northeast of me, but how do I get there? Do I just mm-hmm. drive north and then eventually turn east? <laughs> no, I need to have a game plan. I need to know how much gas it's going to cost or to, to take to fill my tank, what the cost is of that gas. I need to know how many miles do I need to stop and stay somewhere overnight? Well, you know, some, some places on the map don't have little motels or hotels along the way. So I need to plan where I'm going to stay. I need to plan uh, how I'm going to get there. Do I need to have food in my car? Do I need to have water in my car? What do I need? Right? So those are all things that we are going to plan out that trip. Same thing for your business. What do I need? How much gas do I need? Can I, you know, hit the top level of my company's plan in a month? No, you you need a plan to get there. Mm -hmm. I mean, could some strange thing happen and you hit that potentially, but usually no, right. There, There has to have some planning. The other thing I wanted to point out, Tiffany, is, um, you know, now is a great time to evaluate our why. Why did you come into this business? Because I'm sure your why is different today than it was four or five years ago. Mm-hmm. It is because I've seen the potential of where it can go. And so, yeah, at the beginning it was, well, I'd like to share this non-toxic companies and on toxic products with friends and family. And we'll just see where it goes. That's not my why anymore, because I know people love it and I have a wonderful customer base. And, you know, I am seeing the results of putting in that intentional time every day, every week, every month, every year. And so my why has changed a little bit because it's not just like, Oh, we'll just give it a try. You know, just, I just want to be at home with my kids and work from home. It's, that's not, you know, that's not my core why anymore because it has changed to something just beyond what I ever imagined. And so you're right. You have to reevaluate that why every so often and what better time than the beginning of the year. (laughs) Absolutely. And, and I encourage you all that are listening to this to do that, Uh, reevaluate your why, not just your goals that you want for this year, but evaluate your why, because that's going to help fuel you achieving those goals for this year. If, if my why has changed, then I need to be aware of that. And that needs to you know, Tiffany's word focus. I need to be in focus with what my why is to achieve the, the focus on my goals. So what advice would you have for consultants or new consultants or people who are thinking about getting into direct sales? What advice would you have for them to start the new year and start a new business, start something new? What would, what advice would you have for them? I mean, I know we've had a lot of advice this, you know, during this time, but what is some quotable advice you would have for listeners? Well, I, thank you for asking. I think it's, you know, we, we talked about the, the evaluation of your why, and then do you need to adjust your goals based on that why? Um, because maybe you've already set your goals. Maybe you've already jotted down here are some things I want to achieve, but then, oh, okay, now I need to go back and look at my why. Well, does that change your goals? Does that change your timeline? Does that, does that change things along the way? The other thing I want you to look at are the who, what, when, where, how. So if you can remember that, um, so you can break it down even more. 
what would you like to achieve in 2021? Are you going to level up or are you going to scale back? Um, what will you do to achieve this? When will you take action? Where will you do this? How will you accomplish this? What will you do to celebrate? So if you kind of break it down in that way of the, the what's, when's, how's, um, you really can kind of come up with your, your goal, your action plan, um, and really kind of tidy that up. You know, if it's, again, if it's the numbers, the numbers are easy. You just, it's basic math, add, subtract, multiply. Um, so that's the easy part to, to me, but then, um, you know, what, how do you, how are you going to achieve that goal? And I think one of the things you definitely want to do is we talked about, you know, knowing your numbers. So knowing your numbers is going to help you achieve this goal because you're going to start keeping a daily, weekly, monthly, quarterly tracking sheet that you can uh, use along the way to track those numbers. And maybe it's not a sheet. Maybe you have an Excel spreadsheet. Maybe you are a pen and paper girl like I am and you're jotting it down somewhere. It doesn't matter how you're doing it. Just do it. Okay. Mm -hmm. Just like Nike, just do it. So keep that tracking sheet and know what your, uh, what your numbers are. Check in um, on how you're doing and reevaluate. You know, if I'm on that path to, to Michigan, to Tiffany's house, and there's a roadblock, do I just go, well, that's it. I give up. I'm not going to do it. And I head back home. No, I'm going to reevaluate how I'm going to get there. I might have to adjust the timeline on how long it's going to take me to get there. Uh, or maybe there's all of a sudden there's an easier route that I've determined, or Maybe, you know, I saw some sign along the way that says best apple pie in Michigan. And I take a detour off that route because now I want to go get that best apple pie in Michigan. So it's about finding those way, the, the way there, but also adjusting as things happen, right? That's the mm -hmm. big thing and the big lesson I think we all learned in 2020 was adjusting your plan. Yes. We all learn how to pivot. We all right. Learn that. We're done with that part. <laughs> we right. Can't do anything now. <laughs> so again, what we started this podcast talking about was, you know, life's lessons, life's journeys and twists and turns that it takes. And you know what? 2020 was just a stepping stone. Mm -hmm. Was there lessons that we learned from that? Yeah. We learned how to pivot. So how does that take me on my journey for 2021? Mm-hmm. And I love that too, those questions, because sometimes you do get to that point where you're like, okay, I need to make some goals. Tiffany and Jennifer said, make some goals, but I don't know what I want to do. So that's so good. And so practical to break that down into what, where, how, why the most important yeah. one, of course. And so that's really practical. And if you head over to brilliant horizons podcast, you're going to hear, um, Karen and I, my co-host, Karen Smith, Karen and I are going to break that down a little bit more. And one of the stories that we're going to share on there that you'll hear is I had a client that came to me and he was mourning the loss of a promotion that he wanted because he hadn't hit his goals. Well, he still had time to hit those goals. He just was already mourning the loss. Well, if you're already mourning the loss, you're never going to get there. 
because you've already in your mind and your mindset is setting on failure. I failed on that goal. No, you didn't. You just have to reassess where you're at, recalculate how to get there and make it happen. And you know what? He got that promotion. Oh, great. Oh, yeah. I love that. He ended up getting that promotion because he figured it out. We went through the, well, what's holding you back, right? We went through that piece, figured it out. And he ended up accomplishing that goal in the next week because he just refocused. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes. We get caught up in those roadblocks and in those pivotal things. And we get caught up in that and don't let it, don't let it trip you up, whatever. Keep don't. tomorrow's a new day. Tomorrow's a new day. Yep. Brilliant horizon. It's a brilliant horizon. And so, yes, how can people find you? I love that you have transitioned your role into you're now doing a podcast, like you said, called Brilliant Horizons. And what is it about? Tell us what it's about. Well, Brilliant Horizons is really about, um, let me tell you the story of how the the name came to be. And then that kind of will tell you a little bit about what our podcast is about. So I knew that, as I said earlier, that a podcast was going to be on my path in my journey, but I didn't know the how, when, where, what, right? All those great words that I told you to focus on. So <laughs> I, so I needed to do some self-coaching <laughs> yes. and tell myself how to get there. So, uh, and that's a big piece. You, you have to remember there are times, do you need to call Jennifer Duza? No, you can self-coach. Mm-hmm. Now I don't, I mean, I would love to talk with you. (laughs) I would love to take you on as (laughs) as a client. Uh, But do you absolutely have to hire a coach? No, you can do some self-coaching. You can find out how to self-coach and get those things accomplished. Um, But I had to figure out the steps in how to get there. And as I would pray about it, as I would think about it, Karen kept popping into my mind every single time. And so I knew that... I would sit down and I would start working on my podcast. Karen would come to mind. So I finally called her and just said, Karen, would you be interested in, in doing this? She already knew I was working on it. Um, and I said, your name just keeps popping in. Is this something you would even be interested in doing with me? And it was great timing for her. It absolutely was. And so we decided we were going to go on this journey together. And when I talked to you, Tiffany, when you had launched your podcast, I knew I was launching a podcast and I thought it was going to look much different, but then Karen came to mind and I knew we were going to go on this journey together. So did it happen on that timeline that I originally scheduled? No, but it's even better now because Mm -hmm. there are added elements to it. Okay. So sometimes it's not the exact thing that, that, um, I thought it was going to be or the intention that I had, but now it's even better. Mm -hmm. Right. So is your goal the same goal that you had? No, but now it's even better, mm-hmm. right? So keep that in mind as you're doing your own goal setting. Anyway, back to uh, Brilliant Horizon. So um, we kept talking about what we wanted to do and topics that we wanted to offer. And we had certainly plenty of ideas of topics that we wanted to offer, but we couldn't come up with a, a show name. Mm. Couldn't come up with a show name. And of course, I was like, well, we need to have a little jingle that kind of, mm-hmm. you know, that the music that's going to lead us in. And, and so, uh, I went on a, a little hunt for some music and, um, got 1500 songs that I could 
use. Uh, and it had to kind of go through all those songs. And as I was looking at those, I came across, you know, I would look at what, what I was listening to and would look at the title. And the title of this song was, um, the, the song that I really wanted out of these 1500 songs was one that was on the demo. And I heard it and I was like, oh, that's the song. I don't know if this is gonna come on the package, but that's the one I really want. And so I'm listening and I get down to the name of the, of the songs and I look at the one and it's Brilliant Horizons and I click on it and it's the song. It's the music that I wanted. Oh my goodness. And so then I was like, Brilliant Horizons, huh? Brilliant Horizons. And I was like, that's it. Because brilliant uh, means very bright and radiant, right? So I, I Googled that, of course, because how do we do everything? We Google it. Mm-hmm. So I, I looked up, what is the definition for brilliant? Very bright and radiant. Very bright and radiant horizons. And I was like, that's it. That is our name, Brilliant Horizons. And uh, I saw that and knew that, you know, that is it. Because when you're on your journey, you know, people will tell you never look back because that's not where you're going. Um, and the, and the behind us can be kind of dark sometimes, you know, 2020 that's behind us. And thank goodness. Cause it was dark and soiled at times. And we had to learn how to pivot and all these things that we weren't expecting all within a negative frame of mind. And so as I'm looking at what's ahead that horizon, especially here in Colorado, we have our beautiful mountains. And, um, you know, when the sun first comes up in the morning, it comes up in the east and shines on our mountains in the west. And it is the most beautiful thing that you've ever seen. And, and of course, that's what I'm looking ahead to is it's going to be the most beautiful, amazing thing. And so that's how we came up with Brilliant Horizons. And I talked about signs, right? So in Brilliant Horizons, um, we, we couldn't come up with a name. We couldn't come up with these, a name is, you know, part of mm-hmm. what's built around mm-hmm. um, is in a name. And we just, for the life of us, it could not come to us. And so I had a working day on my calendar. I knew I needed to get some things accomplished that day in regards to the podcast. And I just sat down and I said, God, you please bring the name to me. Please let the music just happen today. Let the name happen. These are things that have to happen today. And um, a few minutes later was Bright Horizon. So, you know, again, talking about those signs and messages, it was right there. That's so. so perfect. And I love that visual of that beautiful, cause I don't, I mean, we don't have mountains in Michigan. We have hills. <laughs> we do have ski hills, <laughs> but they're hills. <laughs> they're not mountains. Yeah. And so I love that visual. It's even more vivid for you because you have that Colorado, beautiful mountainside with the sun shining on it. And it really is just a vision of hope. We have so much hope for this year and not hope like, Oh, I hope we can do it. But hope in the fact that we know that it's going to be a better year. And we know that it's going, we, and we can make it that way. It does. It could be just the same as 2020, but we're going to make it a better year. And it just, it takes that mindset. It takes that goal setting and it takes that plan that you're going to set for yourself every day, every month and take a day off one once and once you know, once in a while, that's fine. But, uh, when you have a plan for the year, it's going to go so much better than you expected. And it's going to be brilliant and beautiful 
and radiant. It's, and I love that. It's going to be a brilliant horizon for sure. And that's, yes. you know, it's not to say that, you know, there aren't these days that you're going to have bad days and things are going to happen and life is messy. And, you know, we expect that, right? We expect things to come up. We can't plan for the death of a family member. We can't plan for, well, sometimes we can, but, uh, but, you know, sometimes it's unexpected. We can't plan for the loss of a job. We can't plan for um, our health and what might happen, right? All those, those things that can really get us down in life. But I can look at that and say, okay, this happened today. I'm giving myself this moment, this time. And um, am I going to sit in that? Am I going to throw the covers in my head and lay in bed all day? I could. I absolutely could. Any of us could. But is that where I want to live? Mm -hmm. Do I want to get out of bed? Do I want to make today better than it was yesterday? Mm -hmm. And that's my, I don't know, maybe it's just my glass half full uh, life that I like to live in. I want today to be better than it was yesterday. So listeners can hop over to, if you're in your podcast app right now, just hop right over to the search and search for Brilliant Horizons. And you can subscribe there to Jennifer's podcast. A new episode comes out every Tuesday of you and Karen. And we will definitely have Karen on sometime in the future because she just has a whole other aspect of expertise. And so I'm so excited for that in the future. And where else can they find you, Jennifer, if they're interested maybe in coaching services that you offer, where can they find you? They can find me at jennifer.duza and that's D as in David, U, S as in Sam, Z as in Zebra, A, jennifer.duza.consulting. Um, they can find me there on Facebook or they can just find me at jennifer.duza on, uh, on Instagram or Facebook. Awesome. And I'll put everything in the show notes too. I'll put links for Jennifer in the show notes. That way you guys can find her so easily. And this was so amazing chatting with you and seeing you. And it's been a long year without seeing you, Jennifer. <laughs> I know. And, and this is how I come at my first appearance, right? That's all right. I, we, yeah, I didn't dry my hair for this. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm going, uh, I'm hopping on that treadmill right after this and then hopping in the shower. That's so. great. Yes. I mean, yeah. that's the beauty of podcasting. That's why we chose our, you know, the mode of podcasting because we can show up as we are, come as you are. <laughs> that's how we, and, we accept you know, I Exactly. And I see you're still recording this. So, and this is a, is a great point. I'm a recovering perfectionist. Mm. So I tell people it's not about perfection. It's about purpose. Mm -hmm. So is uh, Tiffany's podcast or my podcast, is it exactly the way and perfect to the way that we want it every day? No, but it's out there and we're improving every day. Uh, just like the, your goals and the work that you're doing. Are you on target and perfect every single day? No, there are going to be stumbling blocks, but you know what? You're learning. What did you learn from that? And how do I adjust to make it better tomorrow? Mm -hmm. So just remember that it's not about perfection. It's about purpose. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Your journey doesn't have to be a straight line. Doesn't have to be picture perfect. It can look as messy <laughs> as anything, you know, but I will give you, I'll give you a tip. Can I give you a tip, Jennifer? <laughs> I would love a tip from you, Tiffany. Okay. All right, here we go. Instead of driving to my house, why don't you just fly? Just fly, Jennifer. <laughs>
That's my tip for you. Can you see me? I'm like pencil, paper in hand, and I'm ready to you're take re- a note for your you're tip. You're ready for my professional advice. Just fly. <laughs> Buy the dang ticket. <laughs> Seriously. Let's just easy peasy. And you know what? You're exactly right. Sometimes it's about taking that easy, easy step. Easy. <laughs> That's right? right. Make your life easier sometimes. Just do that. I've, I have that 2020 was my year of that. Like, you know what? I could do things the hard way or I could just figure out an easier way to do it. And if it's not, you know, it's, <laughs> it might not be the, you know, Pinterest perfect Instagram worthy way of doing it, but whatever we did it, we got it done. <laughs> you know what? I, I hate to cook. And so, uh, you know, if, if I do not meal plan and menu plan, it's, it just doesn't happen sometimes. And mm-hmm. so my kids like to call it, you know, now that they're teenagers, they're like, is it fend for yourself night? I'm like, yep, it is. Every <laughs> night is fend for yourself night. Ugh. Every night. That's let's right. just, let's just make that a rotation. Yeah. This whole week, fend for yourself I, night. Yeah. Go at it. Whatever you want to eat kids. Don't care. <laughs> <laughs> that was Christmas yeah. break. That defined Christmas break for us. The kids would be like, can I have this? Sure. Can I have this? Sure. <laughs> We're going to be detoxing all week (laughs) now that we're back from Christmas break. (laughs) (laughs) Right. And you know what? Sometimes you need to do that. Sometimes you need that that detox and that detox can be whatever it is that, you know, that you ate or consumed. So whether that's social media or unhealthy foods, or, uh, you know, you watched too much Netflix. Sometimes we need to detox ourselves and, uh, you know, take ourselves away from that. So Mm -hmm. drink some water, eat some celery and go outside (laughs) and and read a book and read a book. (laughs) Read some real pages. <laughs> That's right. Oh man, we could talk all day, but you guys definitely I know. definitely connect with Jennifer if you are needing some needing a little. I always tell people that Jennifer was is so great for just a little kick in the pants because when I need a little kick, like just go for it, just do it. I talk to Jennifer because we all need that from time to time. So, <laughs> and and I do it from. <laughs> I do it from my heart. It's, oh, exactly. It truly is what I absolutely love to it's do. It's your love and language. If you're looking for fluff, you're not going to get it from me. Yeah. I can tell you that. Mm-hmm. But if you are looking for um, some guidance and some help, uh, then I'm your person. That's so great. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. I absolutely loved our time together. Thank you so much for having me. It's been such a pleasure. And I, I could, I could be on the phone all day with you and Thank you for having me, Tiffany. Love you and miss you. Love you too. I'd love to keep the conversation going and I'd love to get to know you better. Join our free community group, the Directly Different Collaborative over on Facebook. There, you will find like-minded friends from the direct sales industry and you'll be able to ask questions and get feedback on the things you need help with. You'll find a link to the group in the show notes. One more thing. If you know of a person in the direct sales industry that you look up to and admire, and you've always wanted to just ask them all the questions, I would love to chat with them. Shoot me an email with their name at directlydifferent at gmail.com, and they could be a future guest on the podcast. Thanks, guys.